Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Good morning, Alan. Why are we seeing more children with these illnesses like RSV this year when compared to last year, Dr. Casper? Yeah, we are seeing a lot more respiratory illness this year. But of course, like every year, we will see a lot of viruses circulating in the winter and most children will get about eight colds every year. So, you know, it is something that's always around. But I think we're much more aware of it this year because we're coming out of, um, I suppose, all the measures we had in place during the pandemic where we weren't mixing as much, weren't socialising as much. And so a lot of small children probably weren't exposed to as many colds as they would have been in previous years. So we're definitely seeing a lot more. Um, In terms of RSV, which is respiratory syncytial virus, that um, we've seen large increase in numbers of that in in children and adults. Um, But it looks like that we've probably reached the peak there. Now, we're still seeing a lot of it, but we're not seeing, you know, the increase has stopped, which is brilliant. Um, And that RSV is one of the um, infections that we kind of worry about for children, particularly babies under a year of age, because they would be a little bit more susceptible to getting something called bronchiolitis, which is where the virus gets into their lungs and they have trouble with their with their breathing and feeding. Um, So I suppose for RSV, one of the things that you can do is kind of protect your baby from people who have colds and flus. So, you know, the way when you have a new baby, everyone wants to come and see it, but maybe you just need to put down some ground rules. If anyone has any sniffles, they shouldn't be coming to see the baby. Uh, Breastfeeding really helps, not smoking around your baby. And like with everything and all of these various um, viruses that are going around and infections, it's back to what we've done through the pandemic, washing our hands. Um, If you're coughing, coughing into the crook of your elbow or into a tissue, throwing the tissue away, washing your hands. So those very simple measures. um, And also, if you're sick or your child is sick, staying at home, um, so not going to crash, not going to school, yeah. and, you know, as adults, not going to work. Um, so, you know, and with bronchiolitis with the small babies, one of the things that uh, parents would need to just keep an eye out for is, like, if your baby is having, like, a lot of difficulty feeding, if they've got dry nappies over 12 hours, um, if you're noticing that, you know, they're they're um, a little bit blue around the lips, if they're, um, you know, having a lot of wheezing or breathing difficulties, that baby needs to be seen uh, by a medical practitioner. Um, And if you have a baby who has RSV and you're managing them at home, because most babies will be fine, um, feeding them a little bit and more often than you would normally, because they might struggle with the full feed, and just keeping a close eye on them. Okay, now we're also hearing a lot about Strep A in the media this week. What is Strep A, Dr Catherine, and should parents be worried about it? Okay, Strep A is a bacterial infection, so it's a bit different than, say, from some of the other viruses and things. So it's actually, it's a bacteria. Um, And it's actually quite common. Um, About 20 to 30% of us will have um, some carriage, so it'll be in the back of our nose and throats um, all the time and doesn't cause us any problem. Um, And the bacteria itself, when it does cause illness, it's generally mild. Um, So it's things like strep throat, um, it can cause skin infections like impetigo. It can cause scarlet fever and it can cause things like cellulitis. Um, you know, and these can be treated with an antibiotic and you know, settle down very quickly. What um, the main concern at the moment is, is around this invasive group A streptococcus. And what that is, is that it's the group A streptococcus bug and it gets into maybe the lungs or the bloodstream, so it becomes invasive, and that's a very serious illness. And unfortunately, that is 
what has happened to these poor children um, that uh, have passed away um, both in Ireland and in the UK. It's very rare for it actually to become an invasive illness. Um, And in Ireland now we have had, um, I suppose we've had 55 cases of invasive group A strep this year. And that would actually be down on what we would have had before the pandemic. We'd normally have about 100. And of those 55, 14 were in children under 10 years of age. Um, And uh, I suppose, you know, parents are worried because, you know, as I said before, you know, children do get an awful lot of respiratory illness during the winter time, and it's hard to kind of tell what's what. So what Um, what should parents look out for then when it comes to strep A? Yeah, well, I suppose there's a, there's a few different things. Um, you know, if a child is developing the scarlet fever, um, that's a, a little bit more easier for, I suppose, um, GPs to recognise um, that it is group A strep or even for parents. Um, so scarlet fever will start with sore throat, fever, um, and about 12 to 48 hours later, this rash develops mainly on the chest and can go all over the body. But it's a very particular type of rash. It feels like sandpaper to touch um, so it's not like other rashes so if you run your hands over it, it'll actually feel like sandpaper and if you do notice that in your child then that is most likely a group A streptococcal not invasive right. but a group A streptococcal infection and you should, should see your GP for an antibiotic right. um, you know, really what, you know, we'd be saying to parents is to keep an eye. You know your child best. Um, you know, this is kind of invasive group A is a very serious illness. So your child will be becoming very ill. So um, we're talking about, you know, if your child, uh, you probably should see your GP if your child is getting um, more ill. They're not getting better. If they're not feeding well. If their nappies are very dry. If you have a baby under three months of age and they have a temperature over 38 degrees, you should see your GP. Um, if they're between three and six months and have a temperature over 39, you probably should check in with your GP also. Um, you know, there'd be some things that if you're, you're um, if, if you feel that your child is very drowsy, if they are, you know, very difficult to um, keep alert, if they're not feeding if you're worried about them you know you need to get that child checked mm-hmm. out but really it's like it, it you know invasive strep a doesn't come on it would start with a sore throat with the kind of right. more um right. general sort of respiratory infections but the child begins to deteriorate and become more unwell so parents know their children best and so they need to use their i suppose their own intuition in that if they're worried about their child the parent always knows their child best and right. um, so that would be when we'd say you should probably see somebody and have a chat to the, your, your GP or if you're very worried about your child, obviously, you know, if they're drowsy, uh, if you have, you have very, very high temperatures that you're not able to control with Calpol and Nurofen, um, they're not feeding, um, that would be some, a child that would need to be seen, you know, pretty urgently. Thank you for taking time to talk to us and give us this very important advice. Is there any way of avoiding the, these illnesses? Are, are they inevitable, especially for small children in school? Um, they're they're not inevitable. I suppose there is an awful lot of of, of illnesses circulating. Um, what the real key messages would be that if your child is unwell with a respiratory illness, they should stay home, not go to creche or school. Um, you know, you should uh, take all infection control precautions. So that is hand washing, encouraging your child to wash their hands, all that kind of respiratory hygiene. So coughing into um, tissues 
throwing the tissue away, washing your hands. Um, uh, the other thing that is so important, particularly with children, is making sure that your child is up to date with their vaccinations. And that would include the flu vaccine. So there is the nasal flu vaccine, which is available uh, for children aged 2 to 17 years of age, free of charge from your GP or your local pharmacy. Um, and that provides fantastic protection um, to children. So I would be saying, you know, just check, is your child up to date in their vaccinations? And if they're not, make that appointment now. Um, and then if your child is unwell, you know, keep an eye on them. Use your own judgment. Um, if you feel they're deteriorating, um, you know, you're not able to control their temperature, you're really, really worried about them, well, then, you know, that, that is a time to maybe speak to your healthcare professional. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.